Hello and welcome to an exclusive podcast from BJ Oncology. Today we'll be covering the latest cellular immunotherapy updates in solid tumours, featuring highlights from the Society for Immunotherapy of Cancer's annual meeting where our speakers will be discussing current approaches to tackling the challenges faced in the generation of cellular immunotherapies to treat solid tumours. First up, we hear from Julie Molina from the Mayo Clinic, who talks about the observation study base camp 1, which aims to identify patients with somatic HLA loss of heterozygosity eligible for T-mod CAR T-cell therapy and leukophoresis for future CAR T-cell therapy. The introduction to this study is that we know that CAR T-cell therapy is very effective, and is very effective for hematologic malignancies. However, when CAR T-cells have been tested for solid tumors, and there are two examples of using CAR T-cells targeting mesothelin and also targeting the carcinoembryonic antigen, there were significant off-target toxicities. And what I mean is that tissues where there were no tumor cells were affected, and there were even patients who died during the course of these treatments. So the structure of this study is that we have now a way where we can select just the tumor cells and avoid hitting the normal cells. And the construct that we're using for this CAR T-cell approach is a construct that has an activator and a blocker. So this is taking advantage of some changes that happen in tumor cells, in particular loss of heterozygosity. And if we find a tumor cell where there is loss of heterozygosity for a marker, let's say HLA-A2, and we see that that marker is present in the normal cells, then that patient qualifies for a study. And what we do is we take the tissue, we do next generation sequencing to confirm that the patient has HLA-A2 loss and that HLA-A2 is expressed in the normal cells. If that is the case, then we're gonna do leukophoresis and we're gonna save those cells. So that is base camp one. It's just collecting the cells and we're gonna be saving them. When these patients progress, and there is an indication for a treatment with CAR T cells, then those CAR T cells are going to be engineered and given back to the patient. Next, Jeffrey S. Miller from the University of Minnesota discusses recent progress in the generation of off-the-shelf, engineered induced pluripotent stem cells derived from natural killer cells for the treatment of glioblastoma. I started in the cell therapy field based on peripheral blood NK cells. And You know, the one thing we learned from that experience is that those are individual products. The other limitations are that it's still cumbersome and expensive. You know, every cell infusion that we've given to refractory AML patients or lymphoma patients or solid tumor patients is finding an HLA haploidentical half-matched donor. Doing an apheresis over a five-hour period, enriching for NK cells and giving them back. And that in and of itself is a dosing limitation. You know, you're able to, we were only able to give one collection to get one dose of cells for one cell product. So it's really not, at least in the solid tumor setting, fully explored the possibility about how to make this exportable for a multi-dosing strategy. And this is when we started to work with Fate Therapeutics and started to really try to understand how we can make an off-the-shelf allogeneic NK product. So, you know, what they brought to the table is this IPS background. You know, they're able to modify this IPS background with multiple gene edits. And we're now studying a number of different cell types and models. The poster that is hanging up now that I'll be talking about 
is our work using an IPS-derived NK cell platform that has a high affinity CD16 receptor because that's an important activating receptor. Um, it has membrane bone IL-15. And then it has a CD38 knockout, which is an enzyme that degrades NAD. And when you knock it out, you get higher NAD levels and better metabolic activity in combination with the membrane bone IL-15 in the construct. So the idea is to give the cell, we think that these gene edits make the cell live longer. The work that I'm gonna be presenting this afternoon is in our work putting human glioblastoma brain tumor, um, patient-derived samples into the brain of mice and putting in these iPS-derived NK cells. And at least in the preclinical animal models, we're super excited that it controls the disease we also are exploring better ways to give that second signal, which I think is really key for cancer efficacy. And in this case, we're talking in the poster about B7H3 targeting through a number of different mechanisms, whether they be through an engager, chimeric antigen receptor, and there's a couple of examples in the poster on that. Finally, Alexandra Cam outlines the T-cell module platform touching on in vivo and in vitro data, assessing this new form of T-cell therapy. The first thing to get across to an audience uh, probably is uh, the, the mechanism of how this works. So the problem is discriminating tumor versus normal. Um, the way we do that is to tap into a system uh, that probably evolved half a billion years or so ago in early vertebrates. Uh, to do a kind of um, self-non-self discrimination, uh, probably not because of cancer, but uh, probably to deal with uh, parasites that were invading their bodies and, and a kind of a simple way to distinguish friend from foe, self from non-self. So um, we've taken advantage of this system and tuned it up specifically for cancer. The system involves two components, two receptors, one is an activating receptor, uh, and um, it responds to whatever we want it to. But in the case of, of um, some of our near-term products, that would be mesothelin on the one hand, or uh, CEA, a, a gut-specific antigen on the other, and, and an antigen that's present, meso, uh, CEA that is, an antigen that's present um, in essentially all colorectal cancers. Uh, so the, the other piece of the mechanism involves an inhibitory receptor, which we call a blocker. And that recognizes a, uh, a molecule that is present on all normal cells and uh, triggers uh, an inhibitory stimulus in the cell. So it controls the activation. Uh, when that protein is missing, as it is on certain selected tumors that we identify, uh, then the activator takes over and the cell activates, uh, proliferates, and kills the, the target cells, the tumor cells that are missing this protein. So that's the kind of uh, basics of, of the mechanism. Um, just to sum that up in terms of uh, clinical programs that we're pursuing. So uh, the system is quite flexible, quite modular, adaptable. So we can pair different activator uh, receptors targeting different antigens um, individually with different blocker um, um, receptors. The one we're starting with is an HLA-AO2 
targeted blocker hla ao2 is a is a class one hla molecule the most common allele in the north american population so it makes sense to start there at the meeting uh we will present uh you know, a subset of the data that we've generated over the last couple of years uh, supporting the, the robustness of this mechanism and the modularity of the mechanism. Uh, so we'll show data across multiple targets um, that the system works very, very well to control activation uh, when presented with uh, targets that are either tumor or normal. So presented with a normal cell target, the system is quiet, it's, it's off. Uh, when a tumor shows up, the system turns on, and it does so even in mixed cultures. So if you have, um, uh, say, uh, one of these engineered TMOD cells is surrounded by, uh, say, 10 normal cells, it's quiet. It just goes about its business. Uh, the, the blocker is dominant and controls any activation that could happen. Uh, however, if a tumor cell shows up, uh, is, is added into the mix, even at the ratio of, of one in 10, that tumor cell will trigger the T cell, the TMOD cell, uh, to uh, turn on um, and, and kill it. So the system is able to pick out, even in mixtures of cells, normal and tumor cells, is able to pick out the tumor cells and selectively kill them. And so we'll show uh, data like that. We'll also show uh, quantitative pharmacology data. We've got a very good idea of the sensitivity of the system and its behavior, uh, its stability or robustness across a range of antigen levels, uh, both activator antigen, as I mentioned, mesothelin and CEA, uh, as well as the blocker antigen, HLA-AO2. So we'll show some of that. Uh, and then finally, we'll show um, very beautiful uh, xenograph data showing that the system is robust in its control of, um, uh, of, of uh, selectivity or in its selectivity for uh, tumor cells versus, quote, normal cells. Uh, uh, on the flanks of a, of a mouse, you get very nice separation, essentially cure of the tumor cells and essentially complete protection of, of the normal cells in the context of a mouse body. I feel like we've generated as good a preclinical data set as, um, as, as I think has ever been generated in this field preclinically, but it is all preclinical. So, you know, the key thing about TMOD is that, uh, you know, it clearly works very, very well, robustly preclinically. We've put it through all kinds of stresses and, um, you know, generalized it to many different types of targets. Uh, but it has not been in humans yet. So that's obviously the next step is to make sure that the, uh, the selectivity system, the blocker in particular, uh, controls the activator uh, as well in humans as it does in uh, vitro and in, in mice. Uh, and we're definitely optimistic about that. But, you know, we, we also know that, you know, there's sometimes surprises in the clinic. So we can't wait to get there and, uh, and, and see the performance of, of TMOD in, in humans and in patients. Thank you for listening. If you have found this podcast insightful, please leave a review and don't forget to subscribe on your podcast app. 
Follow us on Twitter at VJ Oncology to join the conversation and check out VJOncology.com for all the latest updates from the experts themselves, as well as exclusive coverage in the field of cellular immunotherapy.